Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish, as we celebrate the second Sunday of Lent. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and to anyone returning home to our parish community. You are always welcome here. Some brief announcements before we begin. Our second in-person Synod listening session will be held this Monday at 7.15 p.m. in the Parish Administrative Center on 13th Street. A light dinner will be served at 6.30 p.m. See today's bulletin for additional information. Under the Taste and See column in today's bulletin, you will find information about the Mount Washington Ecumenical Food Bank, which is temporarily operating out of 403 Grandview Avenue, that's the old rectory, until they find a permanent home. Thank you to everyone who ordered takeout this past Friday from our fish fry. In today's bulletin, you will find a menu along with information on how you may place an order by phone or online. Please save this for future reference. Father Michael is still on retreat until later this week. There will be no daily Mass Tuesday or Wednesday at either church. The diocese has lifted mask requirements for those attending and participating in Mass. At Mary Queen of Peace Parish, extraordinary ministers of Holy Communion will continue to wear masks when distributing communion, and out of love for one another, we will still maintain an area for those who wish to continue optional physical distancing. Assisting us today as our lector is Carol Reich. Our altar servers are John and Christina Volley. I am your cantor, Christine Jordanoff. Our organist is Steve Steinbeiser. I should say our pianist is Steve Steinbeiser today. And our celebrant is Father Joe Keenan. Let us all now stand, if you are able, for the entrance procession and join with each other in singing our opening hymn, Open My Eyes, Lord. That's number 651 in the blue hymnal. you 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. O God, who have commanded us to listen to your beloved Son, be pleased, we pray, to nourish us inwardly by your word, that with spiritual sight made pure, we may rejoice to behold your glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of Genesis. The Lord God took Abram outside and said, Look up at the sky and count the stars if you can. Just so, he added, shall your descendants be. Abram put his faith in the Lord, who credited it to him as an act of righteousness. He then said to him, I am the Lord who brought you from Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land as a possession. O Lord God, he asked, how am I to know that I shall possess it? He answered him, bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old she-goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. Abram brought him all these, split them in two, and placed each half opposite the other. But the birds he did not cut up. Birds of prey swooped down on the carcasses, but Abram stayed with them. As the sun was about to set, a trance fell upon Abram, and a deep, terrifying darkness enveloped him. When the sun had set and it was dark, there appeared a smoking firepot and a flaming torch which passed between those pieces. It was on that occasion that the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I give this land, from the wadi of Egypt to the great river, the Euphrates. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Mm-hmm. 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. 
Join with others in being imitators of me, brothers and sisters, and observe those who thus conduct themselves according to the model you have in us. For many, as I have often told you and now tell you even in tears, conduct themselves as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is their stomach, their glory is in their shame. Their minds are occupied with earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we also await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will change our lowly body to conform with his glorified body by the power that enables him also to bring all things into subjection to himself. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, in this way stand firm in the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Lord, to you, Lord. Jesus took Peter, James, and John and went up the mountain to pray. While he was praying, his face changed in appearance and his clothing became dazzling white. And behold, two men were conversing with him, Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his exodus that he was going to accomplish in Jerusalem. Peter and his companions had been overcome by sleep, but become fully awake. They saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As they were about to part from him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But he did not know what he was saying. And while he was speaking, a cloud came and cast a shadow over them. And they became frightened when they entered the cloud. 
And then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my chosen son. Listen to him. After the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. They fell silent and did not at that time tell anyone what they had seen. The Gospel of the Lord. And so we're starting to move into the rhythm of the, of the season of Lent. And we are, once again, reminded by St. Paul in his letter to the Philippians um, what it is that we place at our focus and our attention. It is, of course, we hope, in terms of his admonition to the Philippians that it's the Lord Jesus Christ. And in doing so, we are uh, striving to make ourselves get into what might be called a, a spiritual shape, a good shape by which and through which we conduct ourselves we have already embraced this season, and those elements of fasting and, uh, <coughs> and praying and almsgiving are certainly the tools that bring us and get us into a spiritual vigor. But Paul also reminds us of a major step within the context of the human life and the human condition. And that is that transformation that is going to happen to us as we are transfigured, as it were, by the power of Christ at the last day. And that might be a little bit difficult to kind of imagine. And it's for that reason, perhaps, Jesus recognizing that it would be somewhat of a challenge to kind of comprehend, decided to give at least three of his confidants, Peter, James, and John, what we might call a sneak preview. You know, you sometimes go to the, the movie and they kind of show you those real quick glitches as to what's happening in the movie. And it kind of draws your attention into what's going to happen in terms of the story. The transfiguration is that moment for those three apostles and for us, giving you and me a sneak preview of what that transformation of us is going to be like as we ponder the images that Luke's gospel gives us of our Savior in glory. And on this second Sunday of Lent, we're simply invited to 
reflect on the journey that we have made. We have come from the desert with our Savior, as last week's gospel uh, pointed out to us. Now we're at a moment, maybe perhaps, of decision. A decision that allows us to either embrace and take upon ourselves that which our Savior reveals to those three in the gospel. It's an opportunity for me and you to look at the context of our lives and look at the trouble of our world. And while we ask ourselves what and why, we can step back like Abram, look up at the sky, and start counting the stars. A reminder that God's in charge. God has a plan. And in each and every one of us, our constituent part of that plan, when we place ourselves at the service of our God and our Lord Jesus Christ and our faith in him and the power of his cross. So we turn away from that which would make us enemies of the cross. As St. Paul reminded the Philippians, there are those who use their stomach and their own self-esteem and pride to perhaps puff themselves up, to give themselves a sense of importance and yet we know that that's transitory, that all things are passing. And so we take the season of Lent seriously. We take its imagery to heart. We look forward to what it promises and we place ourselves on that mountain, conducting ourselves in the way that the Lord calls us to be in our own daily lives. Once again, that voice comes to you and me this day, as it really does every day, reminding us, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. Listen to him. And so let us stand with one heart and one voice, profess our Catholic faith as we recite the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. And for us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. 
He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from Father and Son, who with Father and Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. To our gracious and loving God, then, we offer these particular needs, hopes, and aspirations that we bring this day in our prayer of intercessions. I'm sorry, but I don't seem to have them. Well, we'll just wing it then. We'll pray for the church, the body of Christ, that we continue to be faithful uh, representatives of the church and that our lives will be uh, enriched uh, by our Lenten journey. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for our nation. We pray for all nations of the world. We pray then that uh, peace and justice will be forthcoming, particularly in the Ukraine. And for all the people who are suffering because of the conflict, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for the sick. We pray for uh, the dying. We pray for all of those who are disenfranchised, who are alone in this season, that by our outreach and by our charity, we may lift up their spirits. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for uh, all of the beloved members of our families and our parish community who have died. And in particular at this Mass uh, this afternoon, uh, we remember Irene uh, Nizio, uh, for whom this Mass is offered, that they share in the fullness of eternal life. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for all of those particular needs that we carry quietly in our own hearts, those perhaps known only between us and Almighty God, uh, that the Lord will comfort and strengthen us in our challenges and in our life's journey. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray uh, that uh, the uh, season of Lent will be for all of us a season of renewal uh, and an uplifting of our spirits, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We conclude our prayers of the faithful this day as together we recite uh, the prayer. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Our song for the presentation of the gifts is number 588, I Have Loved You. I have called you and you are mine 
everlasting love I have called you and you are mine I have loved you with an everlasting love I have called you and you are mine Seek the face of the Lord and long for him He will bring you his joy and his brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May this sacrifice, O Lord, we pray, cleanse us of our faults and sanctify your faithful in body and mind for the celebration of the Paschal Mysteries through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ, our Lord, for after he had told the disciples of his coming death on the holy mountain, he manifested to them his glory to show even by the testimony of the law and the prophets that the passion leads to the glory of the resurrection. And so, with all the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth and before your majesty without end, we acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks. He gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. A mystery of faith. as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, William, William and Mark, his assisting bishops, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Irene, whom you have called from this world to yourself, and grant that she, who was united with your son in a death like his in baptism, may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember, too, our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection, especially those beloved members of our families and our parish community, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Mary, Queen of Peace, Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and they praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day. By the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress. And as we await, blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the, For the kingdom, kingdom of power, power and glory, and glory and is now Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace, I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. May we indicate to one another some sign of Christ's peace. takes away the sins of the world, and blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. An act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you have already come, I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
Our song for communion is number 590, Christ Be Our Light. Longing for light, we wait in darkness. Longing for truth, we turn to you. Make us your own, your holy people. Light for the world to see. Longing for hope, many despair. Your word alone has power to save us. Make us your living voice. Christ be our light. Shine in our hearts. Shine through the darkness. Longing for food, many are hungry. Longing for water, many still thirst. Make us your bread broken for others, shared until all are fed. Christ be. Let us pray. As we receive these glorious mysteries, we make thanksgiving to you, O Lord, for allowing us, while still on earth, to be partakers even now of the things of heaven, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Bow your heads and pray for God's blessing. Bless your faithful, we pray, O Lord, with a blessing that endures forever and keep them faithful in the gospel of your only begotten Son, so that they may always desire and at last attain that glory whose beauty he showed in his own body to the amazement of his apostles through Christ our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Holy Mass is ended, we go in peace. Be to God. Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. Do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Our closing hymn is number 474, From Ashes to the Living Font. We'll sing verses 1, 2, and 3.